Welcome to Memorizing Scripture. My name is Gordon, and this week we are doing a review week. We've done about five verses this past month, and so I'd like to review those. And if this is the first time listening to the podcast, welcome. This podcast, I'm kind of like a personal gym trainer. I'm here to outline what verses we're doing, give you a plan, exercise those brain muscles to help, and then give us um, a little bit of devotion each day to understand what we're doing and kind of learn about where these verses are in the Bible and who wrote them. And then check in on how we're doing throughout this week and and months to come. So we're going to jump in on our review memory verse today. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read it, leave some fill in the blanks. So hopefully you can fill that in with your mind as you're listening to this. And then uh, at the end of the podcast, I'll let you know which verse it is. All right. So here we go. This verse is all scripture is blank out by God and profitable for blank, for blank, for blank. And for blank in righteousness, that the man of God may be blank, equipped for every good work. All right, I'll do it one more time because there was a lot of blanks in there. All scripture is blank out by God and profitable for blank, for blank, for blank, and for blank in righteousness. That the man of God may be blank, equipped for every good work. All right, at the end, we'll reveal which one that is. Again, the ones we have to choose from are 1 John 1, 9, Romans 12, 2, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, and 2 Corinthians 5, 17. All right, but for this week, we are also continuing a new memory verse, 1 John 4, 7 and 8. 1 John 4, 7 and 8. So let's go ahead and read that together. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. All right. There are a lot of loves and gods in there. Um, not gods. The word God. The name God. That's kind of funny. Um, but the first thing I want to point out is the type of love that he is talking about. The past couple of days, we've alluded to this, and the type of love that God talking is about is perfect love. God is love. Taking that last line, God is love. That love doesn't come from God where he says, he created this, and he says, here you go, but love is an attribute of God, and he is his attributes. He is love. He is omniscient. He is omnipotent. <laughs> he is infinite. He is immutable. He is the light. He gives life. He is life. He's not part of these things. He's not just part of these things. He is these things. And God is the source of love because he is love. Now, the funny part about this is it doesn't go both ways. It goes one way. So God is love. And if it was like a equation, you know, like one plus two equals three, it doesn't say that three equals one plus two. You can't reverse it. Love is not God. You can't say that. And, and, and I say that because the example is we don't express love and therefore we are God, right? We don't love and they're like, you can't say love is God. So if I'm loving something, I, therefore I must be God or exuding holy divine, um, God. I am like God, like character in that. Um, we do that through the Holy spirit, but that's not what this verse is saying. Like, uh, we don't, we don't express love and therefore we are God. That doesn't, that's not how it works. God is love. 
And so the definition of love is actually the next verse in verse nine. It says, in this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world that we might live through him. So the definition of his love is said in the next verse by an action. It's the self-sacrificial love that Jesus came down to this earth and died for us, that we wouldn't get what we deserve and go to hell, but we would um, go to eternity for heaven in this it's the kind of love that's the kind of love he's talking about and that's a big deal and so as we're considering this we need to we need to consider what that is and and you could go into a whole topic about agape love and um, eros love and phileo love and and really break down the differences but for this purpose know that he's john's talking about god's perfect love for us that self-sacrificing love and the best way to describe it the best way to explain it is the example, the truth, the life of Jesus who came down to this earth and died for us so we wouldn't go to hell, so we wouldn't get what we deserved. The next key point I want to talk about is whoever loves has been born of God versus the other part of it, whoever does not love does not know God. And if you want to go back to our topic on 2 Corinthians 5.17 on being a new creation, I want you to refer to that because I don't want to take too much time never speaking about that, but I do want to point it out where whoever loves has been born of God. So this type of perfect love manifests in us because God gave it to us because we're children in God. And so as we are new creations, like that verse says, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, as we're new creations, we are going to show, reveal, and do that perfect love that God teaches us as we continue to be sanctified and be like Jesus over and over and over. So listen to that verse, listen to that podcast, those podcasts this week, uh, from that week, and help you maybe think about it even more. The last point that I want to mention is really the main thrust of the entire epistle and um, for our action. You know, God says, uh, Jesus says to love and to love your neighbor. And so how I want to share that is through the parable of the Good Samaritan. If you've heard this parable, um, that's great. I'm just going to read it again. And that's basically it. I think this is a great example. And I can't say anything better than sharing God's word in this parable. So if you have your Bibles, you can go to Luke 10, verse 12, uh, 25 through 37. Or if you're just sitting in your car, just listen. And I'm just going to read it to us. All right, here we go. And behold... A lawyer stood up, as Jesus was preaching and talking, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He, Jesus, said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And the lawyer answered, he answered, You shall love your, the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But the lawyer, he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied with this parable. He said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest who was going down that road. And when he saw him, he passed by the other side of the road. 
and likewise a Levite. When he came to the place and saw him, he passed by on the other side. Now, just a quick stop. The priest and the Levite were religious Jewish leaders with different responsibilities. All right, jumping back in. But the, a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. Now, I'm going to stop right here for just one second. The, as I just mentioned, the, the Jewish leaders here, the priest and the Levi, you know, they preached the word of God and they preach these things, but yet they are passing the road and moving on. And the Samaritan came by. Now the Samaritan was an enemy of Jewish people, the Jewish people. And so this man, Jesus is giving this parable, the man we understand would be a Jewish man. And while he didn't receive help from his religious leaders, this enemy, the Samaritan, is journeying by and saw him, and the Samaritan had compassion on him. And so continuing the story, the Samaritan, in verse 34, the Samaritan, he went to him, bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he, the Samaritan, set the Jewish man on his own animal. Pretty cool. And brought him to an end and took care of him, took care of that Jewish man. And the next day, the Samaritan, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper saying, take care of him, take care of this Jewish man and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. So he said, take care of him. This is what I have. If you have to take care of him even more, spend more and I will pay you that more. But basically, money's not an object. I need this man to be healthy. I want this to take care of this man. And so Jesus concludes this parable by saying, which of these three do you think proved to be the neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And I don't know the tone of the lawyer, but the lawyer responded this way in verse 37. He said, the one who showed him mercy. And he probably said it a little bit like that. The one who showed him mercy, almost unwilling to say that. And Jesus said to him, you go and do likewise. And so as we talk about that commandment, loving your neighbor, this is a wonderful parable that Jesus gives us, this, this idea of how to love people. The one who we show mercy to, go and do likewise. And the point is that if we know God, and if we know that God is love and understand his character, then we need to understand who we are. That we're born of God and we're still living in this world. But that if we're born of God, that manifests itself by being self-sacrificial and loving others, as we saw in this parable, the Good Samaritan. And so I hope those key points were able to maybe shed a little bit more light on how we're to love people. I think the word love is used a little flippantly in our culture, and, and because of that, our actions are a little lackluster in how we love people. And it's difficult. Not going to lie, it's very difficult. We'll talk a little bit more application tomorrow about how to actually do that in some practical ways. But the point here is with this key points, we understand that God's love is perfect. We need to be born of God. And with that, we will love one another as a result of that. And we'll want to do that. So thanks for hanging in there with me on that one. That was great. And we're going to jump back into our review week because I know you're just so excited to figure out which verse that was. <laughs> you probably were. 
Um, but let's go ahead and jump in. I'm just I'm just messing around. I'm trying to have fun. All right, so here we go. The verse for review verse is all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. All right, and that's 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to those podcasts, I kind of went a little bit different. And I started talking about the character of Scripture and just talking about the authority of Scripture, the necessity of Scripture, the clarity of Scripture, and the sufficiency of Scripture. And I learned a lot, and I, and I would encourage you to go back and listen to those and learn a lot. Maybe you'll learn a lot as well. So as we wrap up um, with our current memory verse, 1 John 4, 7 and 8, continue to speak it out, maybe write it out more. Again, use note cards. Uh, put it on your phone, your computer wallpaper, your screensaver. The point is to repeat it over and over again and hide that in your heart. Hide scripture in your heart so that you can re reveal it when necessary. It's going to help you and help others. If you have any questions or emails or comments um, that you want to send me, uh, you can email me directly at ideamailbag at gmail.com. That's ideamailbag at gmail.com. Also continue to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review wherever you are listening this podcast. Um, anything you do can help. So it takes about 10 seconds to do that. And I would really appreciate it. So let's go ahead and repeat our memory verse for this week. 1 John 4, 7, and 8. And I'm going to recite each line twice, and I want you to say the second line. Here we go. Or the second time, not the second line. <laughs> Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love God does not know God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love, because God is love. All right, great job today. And until next time, continue to put on the mind of Christ.